This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. If you don't mind, I will begin at the beginning. It's a new day. Let's get going. One, two, three. Four, five, six. Ah! Do you love Maroon 5 like I do? Yeah. You do? Yeah. What's your favorite Maroon 5 song? I listen to all of them. I really don't have a favorite, but I listen to all of them. You guys, I want to say it's such an honor to, to have me on your show. You know, I've never been to Australia, but I've been very immersed in the culture ever since a young lad. Uh, I had Vegemite when I was in fourth grade, and I had a pin, I had a pen pal in Sydney in sixth grade. It's very exciting, but how about instead of all the uh, hoopla, we... Update the music. A little Huey Lewis. And that way, it's different, but we're still giving audiences what they love. Don't bogart that joint, my friend. Pass it over to me. Sorry, I have to swallow. Don't bogart that joint, my friend. Pass it over to me. My friend, you are just adorable. Roll another one. Amen to that. Just like the other one. I love farts. This one seems to be about quit. Well, I don't like that story, Great Grandpa. And I need another hit. It's our time to shine. 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 Let's shine. I couldn't agree more. Oh, geez. I have no idea what's going on. Just pass it around. Uh, excuse me, white devil. It's time to grow up, Snowflake. Just pass it on down. And now. Are you in this together? I mean, this is really inappropriate. Our feature presentation. What is up, people? It's Friday. 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 I believe you're out. I believe you're outnumbered today. Mm -hmm. Omar. Yeah. What do you think? Are you a Friday or a Friday person? A looking person. He's a looking person, he said. And I guess I'm we're... just gonna I'm gonna take that as a Friday and I'm gonna say yep. three three to one in this room is what Absolutely. I'm gonna say. I, I think agree. that's what it is. Oh really? Because yeah. you hate democracy. So no. you don't believe in majority rule. No, I'm just I'm waiting for the man that is too slow to put his vote in because he's looking for something. <laughs> you think uh-huh. it'd be labeled fry something, right? Or no, Fry-yay. it's probably yay or f- Y-A-Y. 
Maybe. Well, at least the other side is well organized, Bean. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> That's right. Okay. It, uh, maybe uh, just no. maybe just put in your vote verbally. Yeah, yeah. Okay. It <laughs> it's two to two. That's pure democracy. So I let's... heard. I heard that Omar is down with Friday. Okay. No. Moving on, because um, I've already won this one. I'm. I don't get FOMO. I'm not a FOMO guy. There's uh, almost never a thing that is going on that I realize I should have gone to and now I'm sad that I'm not there. Mm -hmm. I'm just not that guy. I'm not that guy about most concerts. I'm not that guy about, certainly not about parties, events, things that are happening. How about you guys? Do you ever get the FOMO? Um, uh, Sometimes, but I think maybe we might be a little different because we are willing to leave the house to go to the things. Mm -hmm. So I think you'd get more FOMO that way than if you just know you were never going to go. Yeah, that's true because there are things you actually do go to because you decide you want to see them. Well, this is how I'm feeling today because the number one Twitter trend in America is live from the Area 51 raid. Oh, I thought you were there. I thought you were live from there. No? You know what? Last minute uh, change? Yeah. What happened? It turned out I I didn't want to leave my house. But I mean... Weird. I know. You should have said that. You should have told me that. that, That's how it was going to end up. I did all yesterday. Um, Apparently, they they claim there's talk that there's a live stream somewhere. Whoa. Mm -hmm. And and a lot of people are linking to the live stream, but it's always something else. It's always like like a Rickroll? BTS? Yeah, exactly. (laughs) Right. So if there is a live stream, please, somebody send it to me. But the last I heard, it's just a few dozen people just kind of standing around going, well, there's nothing going on here. (laughs) But there is, and it's easy to find, there is one already viral clip that has come out of it, which is a news reporter, I think from a Las Vegas station, who is standing out there in the desert and a kid runs behind him as fast as he can, Naruto style. Oh, yeah. It's amazing. Because that's how they can't stop you, right? Yeah. yeah. If everybody's running Naruto style. How fast did it did it go by? Did you even know it was a human, or were you just like that was just like a, a flash of light? No, you, you could see. You okay. could see It was a kid. Yeah. It was. It was it identified uh, Naruto running object. Um, <laughs> I'm just excited to see what happens because I this is a potential. This setup is potentially disastrous. Mm-hmm. But who knows? Maybe there'll be some magic that'll come out of it. And I also keep hearing that they got all these bands scheduled to play, but have you seen any list anywhere of who's performing? I just saw Paul Oakenfold was playing. That's the only thing I saw. And oh. I thought, well, playing. I mean, let's calm down. He just needs electricity to plug something in. <laughs> have you seen a photo of Maddie Roberts? No. Uh, well, I, I see him right now. And he okay. has very long hair and a Slayer hat. And I think he's kind of exactly how I would draw him. Who is he? He's the guy who created Let's oh. Go See Dem Aliens. Okay. And he's also the one who discourages people from going. Yeah. Right? But, but he is he is there. Oh. Yeah. It's it just, it's the Vegas event, not not the... Uh, oh, I see. Yeah, the, the alternate area. event. Yeah. yeah. Because they decide, he decided that it was going to turn into a, a fire festival because there were, wasn't enough infrastructure for thousands of people to show up in Rachel, Nevada, mm-hmm. closest to the Area 51, right? Yes. People are also posting all kinds of fake screenshots from that looks like tense military standoffs between crowds and, <laughs> and police uh, from, like, video games and stuff. Right. So what I'm saying is there's so much fake news on this. Right. I can't get a beat on what's really going on. Yeah, we need to find the real news here. If someone is there and listening to the live feed, which would seem weird, uh, please call in. Oh, my God, yes. That would be you, can stay on, you can stay on the phone the whole show oh, as yeah. far as I'm concerned for constant updates. <laughs> 
Um, do you think anybody is going to get like tasered or arrested or anything like this? Is there anybody who is going to go that extra mile? I don't know why you go there and and don't get tasered. You know what I mean? It's like it would be like going to Hawaii and not going in the water. Like <laughs> like you're there for that reason. Get it done. Yeah. Get tasered. I mean, the whole point is to, <laughs> is to see them aliens. Obviously, but also get tasered. Well, I mean, I'm not sure that's what everybody is hoping for. I, I If I went there and I uh-huh. went home with all of my facilities, I'd be furious. Because I, <laughs> I went there to cause a stir and see dem aliens. And now right. I'm going home just totally fine. It's not right. Yeah. No, I'm, I'm so down. God, I'm, I hate that I'm not there. No, you don't. I do. I Stop hate it. it. I you, could. You would never go, and now you're acting like you made a bad decision I by made a bad never decision. going. I could have been your CDM Aliens correspondent, though. Oh, that I could have been out there. We could have been doing interviews. It would have been awesome. So why didn't you go? It wasn't here uh-huh, in, in the your, house. In, in your house. studio? It wasn't okay. here in the house, yeah. Okay. Yeah. But I'm now regretting it. And no, you're not. I am. I'm telling you I am. I'm telling you I would have loved this. These are my people. They're not your they people. They are my people. Bean. I'm looking out for my dudes. Oh, <laughs> Thank you. That's correct. I'm looking out for my dudes, like that guy said. Uh-huh. All right. Well, I applaud anybody who's there. And uh, and Jensen's offer stands all morning long. If yeah. you're at the Area 51 raid, you call and we'll break into a song if anything. we have to. I'll be, literally, we'll break into anything. Whatever's on the air goes off the air if you're there. Yeah. Okay. So, like, maybe you're driving out there right now. Maybe you're planning the weekend oh, out right. there. Yeah, if you get there by 10 a.m., call us. Mm-hmm. All right? See them aliens. All right, let's talk about today's all-new Kevin and show, shall we? I think maybe what we've witnessed here is nothing short of a miracle. We need to go home, love one another, be good to each other. That's the lesson to take from this. That is great advice, sir. We've got a lot of good stuff on the program today, including speaking of aliens. If they were already here, as someone on the show insists they are... They are. Would you want the public to know? Should the government tell us if we have made contact with aliens? If they're on Earth, (laughs) if they're on Earth, can the public handle that information? Yeah, or is ignorance bliss? Yes. Uh, I mean, I think there are reasonable arguments on both sides. So we'll discuss on the program today. Yesterday, we talked about Thomas Middleditch and his swinging lifestyle. Mm -hmm. Excuse me. He's uh, it's it's not swinging anymore. Right. It's just the lifestyle. lifestyle. The lifestyle. Right. Mm -hmm. He claims it saved his marriage. We had some questions about how that works and how it's even possible to get 100 percent consensual with both people in the relationship. Seems like there'd be so much negotiation going on about what's cool and what's not. How does it all work in a room full of sweaty, naked people? Mm-hmm. We had a uh, Kevin Bean Lister, who unfortunately is named Kevin, but he still could be a cool dude. He's possibly the cool one. He um, <laughs> he was in the lifestyle. He was running uh, these kinds of events for several years, and he's willing to take all questions. So I think that will be fascinating. We've got a lot of them. Check up with him today. Uh, Allie? Yeah. Your boyfriend, Patrick Warburton, is going to be on today. Well, he's not my boyfriend. It's just someone I'm going to be working with. That doesn't um, make it awkward either. Yeah, so you know? let's maybe stop doing that stuff. Uh, married for over 30 years, I believe. Oh, you did research that, huh? No, he's... Oh, God, you're annoying. That's interesting. Him. Looks yeah. to me like you were looking for an opening. No, no, it's actually part of the show we're doing. How he's married. and a no, It's a whole thing, Bean. We'll talk off the air.
Okay. Uh, we don't talk off the air anymore. I think no one likes me. Uh, Patrick Warburton is going to be joining us on the program today. Also, two great music features because it is Friday. We get to introduce some new songs to the That's My Jam playlist. That'll be coming up. And you help us pick the music with Keep It 100 just after 9-2. Plus, what's up with Florida? And Allie's got what's happening right after this on camera. It's the Kevin and Bean Show. K-Rock. It is Friday. Friday. Yay. What's up with Florida? And we're still waiting for anybody who's trying to see them aliens. Uh, they Call can't, in. Can't stop us all. If you happen to be streaming the Kevin and Bean Show, you're on your way out there. When you get there, you call and give us a report on the scene. And we'll and break into anything like it's an emergency broadcast system. Absolutely. If it's a song, it's commercial, whatever it is, right we're going to break right in. You get you right on the air. And, uh, and also, and I made this plea last hour, Apparently there are there is or are some live streams of what's going on out there at Alien Stock, but I've not been able to find one yet. So if you have that, please send it along because we want to keep track of what's going on. <laughs> we are like grandpa, like trying to find some info. <laughs> we are the K and X of Alien Stock. Like we are on top of it. We're checking all the news feeds. We know everything that's happening, but we just need a live feed. So help. If anyone uh, could tell me where to find how to see pictures and stuff, <laughs> that would be great. My child uh, pokes me on the Facebook. Can you tell me how to take the poke? Allie, I prefer to think of it as we are committed to this uh-huh. uh, information and uh-huh. we are we are crowdsourcing it. Okay. That's all we're doing. All right. Like the KNX traffic tipsters. It's, sure. There's no shame in going to the audience and saying, hey, we can't know everything. You tell us what you know and we'll pass it along to others. My Please. bad. My bad. Yeah, you're right. We are we a service. <laughs> we want to see them aliens. All right. Allie, what's happening? Well, there were hundreds of frustrated Black Keys fans last night. They paid some of them upwards of $800 to see the Black Keys at a sold-out show at the Wiltern. And guess what? Uh, they were turned away because they bought no! those tickets. Yeah, through third-party vendors. Um, and then they were told their tickets were not valid because those tickets were not transferable, people. So when you buy tickets that are not transferable, you cannot then use them. People I don't... am so frustrated. Like, I am so frustrated. So, not a good situation. Um, my question is, how did they buy them off StubHub if they were not transferable in the first place? Well, this is what I'm trying to figure out. If that was the if that were the rules on the show where you couldn't transfer your tickets, StubHub should not have been selling them. Right. Yeah. Yeah, it, no reseller should because yeah. that, it makes them not valid. Absolutely. I don't understand the whole thing. And, and you said what? People were paying $800 for a pair of tickets? Yeah, one guy said the tickets cost him 800 bucks. Other people, <sighs> hundreds of dollars. I don't look sad, but I really am disappointed. Understandable, young lady. Yeah. I'll tell you this. You did the right thing if you won the tickets from K-Rock. Yeah. Yeah, Because those, those were legit. Those were real as hell. I wonder how many of those people... Put them up on step up. Oh. That's a great point. Because you know? sometimes caller 20 goes, you know what? I'd rather have the money than go see the Black Keys. Yeah. But then they, they have to give it back. They also said, um, which isn't good, some people were posting screenshots of their tickets. Like, look, I'm going to the Black Keys on Twitter. And then people would just screen grab that and then oh. go and use them. Oh. Don't don't screenshot your ticket. Yeah, you don't stay forward. We're going to stop that right now. Yeah, I think that's good advice. Yeah, not a good situation. How frustrating, though, to get to a show so psyched, mm-hmm. plan your your you know, your know evening around it, and then just wah, 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 and walk away with nothing it, and out the cash. Even worse, you're in a line that wrapped around the building. You get through security, 
And then you get to the person that puts the little mm. beep boop up to your ticket and it right. says denied. So you probably spent a good portion of your night in line, then going through security. Excuse me, I'm screaming. Yeah. Not a good situation. Not good at all. This is kind of lovely and heartbreaking at the same time. In some casting news, Billy Lord is going to play the granddaughter of her own late grandmother, Debbie Reynolds. Oh. She's going to play the granddaughter of her character on Will and Grace, which is just lovely and also so very sad. I mean, she lost her grandmother and her mother, Carrie Fisher, within, what, a week of each other? I think it was a day. Was it? I think one died one day, the other one died the next day, I think. I know it was very close Very close, yeah. Yeah, just, it's it's too much. But, yeah, she's going to be on Will and Grace, and I love that for her. And And I love that she got to be in the Star Wars movie with her mom, too. Absolutely. Cannot wait to see how they made those scenes happen. It's going to be a beautiful thing. And, of course, she's on FX's American Horror Story, 1984. She plays a, well... Let's just say a pretty a pretty loose lady. Go on. She uh, All she wants to do is be the best um, aerobics teach, um, teacher in the world. Mm-hmm. And she loves her some dudes on that show. <laughs> it's only okay. one episode in, but you're like, oh, I see where this is going. Okay. Yeah, it's good. Look, let's let's not slut shame. Oh, I'm not at all. I'm not wants. at all. Whatever she wants to do, and quite yeah. frankly... I understand what she wanted to do in the first episode. Okay. Stop making my sons horny. Another aerobics instructor on the show who had Uh, to be cut out of the Jane Fonda workout because his wiener was flopping around too much. That's how big it was. (laughs) (laughs) Guys, that's a plot point on American Horror Story this year. The show has gotten weird. It's so good. (laughs) I love it so very much. Um, Are you guys interested in maybe crowdsourcing... um, uh, see them aliens? Yeah, yes. absolutely. No, crowds, Call now if you are your, there. Your arguments, oh. having people settle them for you, like on a website. Well, I mean, that's what we do with the scientific survey. True. Mm-hmm. Uh, so this website is called Let's Settle This, and it plays host, judge, and jury to whatever you're arguing about. So you post a description of your situation. You can detail exactly what's going on, and then other site users cast a vote for who they think is right, and the site calculates a percentage based on people's votes, so you get a decision. So it's kind of who's the dick as well as a scientific survey wrapped into one. But the public are idiots. Yeah, that's true. Absolutely. I don't trust any of them. That is true. And I'd rather go see Jerry Springer, thanks. Oh, wouldn't that be nice? Yeah. yeah. Have yeah. Judge Jerry Judge Jerry, man. Yeah. That's what I'm into. And then when you went to see Judge Jerry and he called on you, would you go, I don't have anything to say, but what do you think of these? <laughs> what just happened? <laughs> On Jerry, they used to have people stand up to ask questions, and then they, instead of asking a question, they would just flash, and then one of the producers would throw beads at them. It was quite a moment in pop culture. Favorite part of the show. Okay, ma'am, what's your question? I don't have a question. What do you think of these? (laughs) And and then everyone was like, Jerry, Jerry. It was really one of our low points in culture. How is that show still not on the air with new episodes? I'm saying. Seems prime. All I know is I have a friend named Greg. 
Greg that anytime there's a Q&A in an audience of anything, he literally will pretend he's getting up to ask a question and I have to grab his hand and be like, don't do it. And then we have tears because it's usually like either a, a big like premiere or yeah. something where you can ask an or actor like a charity something. event. Or it could be a charity event for cancer. Like, yeah. does anyone have anything to share about their journey? I don't have a question journey? about cancer, but what, <laughs> what do you think these? How has uh, that not happened on one of the live presidential debates? Oh, yeah. Because when they go to the audience, somebody needs to do that. That's I, right. I agree. Jerry. Jerry. <laughs> Big ones, right? Uh, uh, the, the low point. That sounds great. I mean, I, jo- I know Jensen just said it's a low point in pop culture history, but I still think my low point is uh, hot or not. Oh, the oh, website with uh, the website and then oh, the, the TV show, show. Oh, the yeah. laser pointer yeah. with the laser pointer. That was yes, bad news. that was like the the Swan Show. Do you remember that one? Yes. yes, they took an ugly person and they were like, "We're gonna make you hot." I'm not gonna lie, I like that show. That, that was show that was, was fantastic. But they made oh. they made all these girls go through all this plastic surgery and then only one one, so <laughs> everybody else was still too ugly to get the dude. But we're they gonna also make you had, like, just not hot enough. They had new noses or boobs, something they probably always wanted. Uh-huh. I don't think they had psychological counseling, which probably would have <laughs> been a, a good thing to have on that show. But uh, the laser pointer, are yes. you kidding me? And who was the who was the host? Who was the it was uh, somebody dumb. Uh, I want to say Lorenzo Lamas. It was Lorenzo yeah, Lamas, no. and he's not dumb. He's a Omar, wonderful human. No. Good call, Omar. Wow. No, okay. he's, he's a good man. Maybe he's not dumb, but he's yeah. not the guy that I want putting a laser pointer on my cellulite and determining whether I'm hot or I not. I think that was the point, because he's he was a heartthrob for so long, and this heartthrob now has a laser pointer at your butt junk. You know, America deserves what we get. Absolutely. <laughs> so, we asked for this. We yeah. asked for this. And then we asked for more. Yeah. Like, it's not like we asked for it, realized it was a bad decision. We collectively asked for more and we keep did. asking yeah. for more. No, I remember buying the, like, Jerry Springer Uncensored DVD. Oh, they had, sure. like, a, like, Too Hot for TV, Jerry yeah. Springer. And I bought it, and I remember thinking, like, oh, it's just downhill from here. I deserve whatever I get. Right, yeah. right. Hey, you uh, still, still, still have that? <laughs> <laughs> I, have, I have to look to find it. Yeah, you have yeah. it on Blu-ray? Because no. I could like to see that. <laughs> Grampy doesn't know about porn. <laughs> Giant size cans. 25-year-old. <laughs> Jerry Springer TV just foaming at the mouth and for it's it. pixelated boobs. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> He's like, cr- like closing his eyes real tight. Like maybe I could see a little nipple. No, but on the DVD, I assume uh-huh. it's not pixelated, right? Uh, it's not on the oh, DVD. It's not? Yeah. No, no, no. Oh. But I mean, it's also like it's it's like for a couple seconds you see yeah. boobs and then they. Well, I like boobs, <laughs> big boobs. And it's hey, someone in the Jerry Springer audience. Yeah. Hey, I'm the guy who, I'm the guy who shared using Google Earth to, to look for girls in bikinis. Remember? <laughs> no, but nobody remembered that. You did not need to. Bring this. I am the I am the worst guy to find porn in the history of guys looking for porn. <laughs> he, he uses He's Google Earth. neighborhoods. He's like, oh, zoom down there. Oh, oh just a dog. It's a hot day okay. in Memphis. Someone's got to be laying out today. <laughs> You're so sick. <laughs> All right, some birthdays for you. John Bernthal and George R.R. R. Martin, and that's what's happening. It's the Kevin and Bean Show. K-Rock. It's been a while. Let's check in and find out what's up with Florida. You goddamn people in Florida! F*** you, bunch of bastards! Florida, Florida, Florida. What's up with Florida? You always have the craziest news. What's up with you? 
is the most penis-shaped state in America and is definitely our favorite. Uh, before I get into this week's stories, I do have some great news. Um, I think it's Vice News is doing a series of mini documentaries called Florida Man. And the first one they did is an in-depth look on the life before, during, and after for the guy who was headbanging during a hurricane. Remember the guy who was <laughs> yes. standing out there playing the national anthem on the guitar yes. with the big American flag? Uh-huh. They did a documentary on that, dude. So they're doing real news is what yes, you're saying. Yes, okay. exactly. And the, nec- and the next documentary that, that may be out now or may be coming out within this next week or so is the Florida man who vi- who videotaped himself farting at work every day? Oh, right. For- oh, remember him, the security guard. Love the security that dude. guard. Yeah, Love that dude. yeah. For four months, he every day would film himself farting at work, and then his the last video in the series was him being escorted out of the building right. when I he hope, got fired. I hope these are all treated like Frost Nixon, like very I serious do too. news yes. interviews. I can't wait to see that because don't you want to know that dude's d- deal? Yeah, I want to see his house. I want to see everything. I, and, and what's he doing now? Was yeah. he able to get another? job that he can fart at. If not, can he take your spot on the radio? So, yeah, right. Mm-hmm. You work with that guy. Sure. So, anyway, I'm very excited. And very, uh, This new series of Florida Man documentaries sounds like it's right up our alley and something we should all get up on. So, yeah. Uh, here's this week's uh, story. Ex-cons Aaron Thomas, 31, and Megan Montanaro, 35, were initially stopped by a deputy after they were spotted riding bikes with no lights and almost being hit by a car in Nassau County, Florida. When the deputy with the sheriff's office pulled the pair over, he noticed that they reeked of booze, had bloodshot eyes. They were placed in the backseat of a patrol car, and that's when they started having sex. Oh. (laughs) While I was outside of my patrol vehicle, Megan and Aaron took their clothes off and started to do it. The deputy deputy wrote in the arrest report, when I opened the door to stop them, Aaron was naked. Megan had her pants down. Uh, The man managed to briefly flee, escaping hold of the deputy who tried to remove him from the patrol car, but he was caught shortly after hiding behind a nearby cold-stilled creamery. He uh, was hit with an additional charge of theft because he still had police handcuffs with him when he ran off. So that's just adding insult to injury, yeah. right? I feel like it is. Uh, they were ultimately booked at the Nassau County Detention Facility on a slew of charges, including DUI and exposing sex organs. I guess you can't you can't ride a bike uh, drunk, it sounds like. You can't you, ride no. a skateboard. You can't ride a horse drunk. You can't, yeah. If you're eating breakfast, I apologize in advance. Passengers on a recent American Airlines flight were left cringing after a woman's foot blister popped during the flight in a medical mishap, which is putting it mildly, that reportedly splashed blood onto two people on the plane. You need to stop this. No! On September... (laughs) Oh, God! Oh, God! Oh, God! Oh, God! I know you have a lot of questions, uh, Allie, so I'm going to answer them all in great detail. Uh, there's no. also a slideshow if you'd like to see it. Nope. Uh, why nope. was why was this woman with blood blisters? Uh, why even the way you say it is disgusting. Why was she not wearing socks and shoes? Why was she in flip flops? If that's what's going on in her feet, because she probably can't wear shoes because she has Just so many blisters. Because they Just hurt. Yeah. On September 18th, South Florida talk show host Andy Slater. Who, by the way, wasn't that the program director in WKRP in Cincinnati, or am I remembering it correctly? You're also old. 
uh, took to Twitter to share the disturbing incident which occurred uh, during his flight to Miami in a post which has received many shares online. Bloody mess on my flight oh, to Wy- Miami. No. Woman in aisle seat had blister on her foot pop, blood splatters across the aisle, including mm. on the two guys in front of me, on one of their books, and the window and wall of the plane. What? How? Like projectile? How much blood is there, by the way? When they landed, they were greeted uh, by the Miami-Dade Fire Department, which they had to do, by the way. But be- they had to speak to paramedics because of the blood. You know, whenever there's some sort of uh, contact like that, the authorities want to know about it j- just in case, you know, somebody's blood is funky. So you should get life in prison. I think so. I mean, I think, look, a lot of people have horror stories of things that they've seen or, you know, terrible flyers or something like that. I don't know that I've ever heard anything worse. No. That's bad, right? Uh- 65-year-old contractor was arrested last Friday for reportedly causing damage to a home that he helped build. Apparently, he was not paid on time, so he decided when no one was home on September 13th, he would enter the home using a crowbar and take it out on the house. (laughs) Imagine you build this house. They don't pay for your work. So you walk around with 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 a crowbar, smash all the windows damage the individual panels to the garage door and then get on a ladder and climb up onto the top of the roof and start knocking the chimney down with a crowbar. He uh, caused $39,000 worth of damage and all of a sudden he's the bad guy currently in custody at St. Lucie County Jail. I don't know. I just think I would have too much pride in my work to destroy it. I would find some other way to get the money that I was owed, I think. Kidnapping. Yeah, maybe okay. kidnapping. Cool. Um, a Florida man caused an estimated $30,000 in damage to 20 cars, then told police he did it because, quote, Donald Trump owes me $1 trillion. That's a lot of money. Justin James Wilson, Let's 30. Let's hear him out, though. Let's hear him out. <laughs> <laughs> Justin James Wilson, 30, faces 14 felony and six misdemeanor counts of criminal, mes- criminal mischief, according to the Okaloosa County Sheriff's Department. He smashed the windows of 20 parked cars at a Holiday Inn <gasps> in the parking lot there. No. Also scratched the cars with his belt buckle. Uh, officers responded to the scene, found the man in front of the hotel, passed out on a bench. He was exhausted. He acknowledged breaking the windows, telling police, take me to jail. I did it because the president owes me a trillion dollars plus mm-hmm. his vehicles belong to the mafia. Oh, that's Which, a, I didn't see that second twist coming. Plot twist, yeah. right? Uh, oh, we're almost out of time. A Florida woman has been charged with murder mm. after police say she killed her neighbor who became upset with her because she refused to close the blinds while walking around in her house in the nude. You know, I've uh, we've discussed this on the air before. I'm a big proponent of being able to walk mm-hmm. around in your house naked. Mm-hmm. Apparently, the neighbors disagreed. They went over and said, look, our children have a clear view of you prancing around in your house naked. You've got to stop it. And then they sprayed her with mace. Oh, that seems... The the neighbors, because she said, I'm not going to close my curtain, sprayed her with mace. She then pulled out a gun and shot the lady dead. So this is... uh, is everything. Is this a stand your ground issue? I don't know. I mean, if somebody came over and told me not to do something, then sprayed me with mace, Uh they're getting a shot to the head. Well, that's what happens. This lady's going to hope that you're on her jury. She is currently being held without bond. Honestly, terrified of Allie now. That was uh, so aggressive. And finally, I'm not even going to read the story. I think the headlight is all you need to know and explains why we love the Sunshine State so much. After allegedly yelling at a group of school 
children and then fighting a tree. <laughs> a shirtless, Just stop there. Stop. A shirtless Florida man was arrested in Milton. That's all you need to know. And that's this week's What's Up With Florida. Florida, Florida, Florida. What's up with Florida? It's Kevin and Bean on K-Rock. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Right? What's Right? Are you using a synthesizer? <laughs> Allie, it's the theme song from Close Encounters of the Third Kind. Oh, okay. My we're going to see them aliens, you guys. By the way, I'm on the message boards now. I'm on uh-huh. the see them aliens message boards right mm-hmm. now. And a lot of people have a lot of thoughts. This is the event that's going on in the uh, area of the desert in Nevada, kind of near Area 51. Mm-hmm. Somebody kind of started it as a joke and it took off. And at one point, weren't there like two million people who had signed on saying, yeah, I want to see them yeah. aliens. They can't stop us all. Uh, what if this alien thing started from an undercover government official? Yeah. Someone says, mm-hmm. which, by the way, is like, I mean, there's a whistleblower in the news right now. This would be somebody in the government who says, look, the government's never going to tell you. We got to find out on our own. And he kind of put it out there so that people would storm Area 51 like, and find secret, out what's up. The secret is they can't stop you all. The, yes, exactly. Mm. Is that from user I want alien butt stuff? Because that's me. <laughs> no. I'm on that message board. No, this guy's name is Puppy Lover, as a matter of fact. Oh, to put that up. no. Um, that's just wrong. Here's somebody else, by the way, who seems to be a can you part please, of... Can you give us the screen names every time? <laughs> I mean, yes, this okay. is Saved Emperor. Saved <laughs> okay. Emperor. Good. Who says, on the 20th of September, you're going to see dem bullets and dem landmines. Mm. So that's somebody who seems to be trying to hater. discourage people. That's a people. hater. Yeah. yeah. Or that's somebody who just is, again, that may be another government employee who's just trying to, you know, trying to tamp it down. Yeah. Because, trying to keep Taking the people. Taking the scent off. Yes. Mm. That's exactly what it is. All right. So here's the. song's the- getting peppy. Yep. <laughs> I like it. <laughs> Allie, you saw the movie, right? Close Encounters of the Third like, Kind. Is that when the big UFO comes yeah. down and the light shines down yes. and was like, what? Well, that's all the alien movies. Right, right. But that one in particular. This is the one where Richard Dreyfus is trying to build something out of mashed potatoes. That's what this one is. Yeah, I didn't see that. Oh, my God. Oh, you'd so love good. it. Oops. You'd love it. Yeah, okay. it's, it's an all-time great. All right, now here's the other thing, and we haven't even gotten into the topic of why we're doing this. So I'm doing some noodling around here, mm-hmm. and I just uncovered a theme song for Sea Dem Aliens today. Oh, like an official theme song. Yes, an official theme song. Okay. Yes, about storming Area 51. This All is right. the song. Now, I want to let you guys know, I want to let the listeners know, and I want to let Casey Finger on the Button know that I have not heard this yet. Mm-hmm. So we are just going to hit it live. I and- want to F some aliens. <laughs> I hope it doesn't say that. Show me your D and your P's. <laughs> I hope that's not what's happening. But let's see how this is and how much of it we can stand. All right, here we go. Going on 20th September 51. Good. <laughs> All in this together. Let's take a stand. We can see the mailing. Yes! I'm in love! I love it so much! Keep bumping! This Keep is, going! This is fantastic! I'm changing my that's my jam! Keep going! <laughs> <laughs> 
Okay, so here's the plan. Never tell when it's going red. Stay quiet, don't even make a sound. Guys, better stand your ground. Drinks at the red, I get your bottle sound. Rock's all steady, and you get ready. Gods are gonna see the rocks rain heavy. All of you gamers, march in place. Save our friends, take them back to space. Yeah. <laughs> oh my god, he's Save our friends, <laughs> take them back to space. So now we not only have to break into Area yeah, 51, gotta we send have them to, back. We got to find them aliens, and then what technology do we have to send them back? Are mm. their ships still there? We somehow are just going to reconnect the alien Maybe with their ship. Maybe that's verse two. Okay, let's find out. Hold on. Let's just think about this. It okay. seems quite wrong. Oh, I see. even want to try this. It's I voice don't reason. want to die just for a stupid me. Oh. <laughs> I feel like they're turning on our events now. What the greatest. I need to find out what happens. Keep going. Keep going. But nothing is what it seems. The outcome really depends. If the aliens want to be friends, wouldn't you agree with me? Yes. Yeah. I don't want to start World War Three. If we're going to try, hope we don't get seen. But I don't want a guy picking up my spleen. All of you gamers, Wait. march in place. Hold on. I don't want a guy picking up my spleen. Yes, that's what he said. Uh, Jensen, are we, dealing, are we dealing with a white guy here? Uh, yes, but this is my new Mr. 305. This is my new Pitbull. Oh, this is okay. good. Is great. All right. Well, maybe we'll hear some more of that in a minute. Oh, come uh, on. Well, we got to look at the time. We got to think. I don't this. care. Uh, uh, Save our friends. Take them back to space. Yeah. <laughs> we want to see them in the Because they can't take all of us. True. No. All right, here's the oh, thing. That's yes, good, good if song. We, if we find the alien, if we find, if we find the aliens, obviously we're going to let the world know. We're yes. going to blow this Area 51 secret right, right, uh, right up. Yeah. That was not a good sense. Okay. <laughs> We're going to expose what the government's been trying to hide for decades if we are able to get in there. And by we, I mean all of the people who are trying to see them aliens. Okay. Mm -hmm. If the aliens were already here, as some suspect, if the aliens have been on Earth and the government knows about it and they're keeping them somewhere, would they let us know, A, mm -hmm. and B, would you want them to let us know? Or is this, as Jensen mentioned earlier, ig an ignorance is bliss situation? Yeah, like do you just want to be uh, clueless to the idea so that you're not even dragged into this? Because mm -hmm. I think there are a substantial number of people whose brains would explode like they could not handle knowing that there were extraterrestrials on Earth. It would be too disturbing and disorienting and upsetting to I, people. I, you want to hear my thing? Yeah. I don't want to know. Uh, Are you serious? I, I don't understand because you. It's, because it's like a to serve man thing. I don't. I'd rather just leave them alone. We've been fine for thousands of years. Let's just one hundred percent let them be. I want to know what they're up to. If they need help, how can I help a bear. you? Oh, no, you like a bear. I Never love bears. Love bears. <laughs> I would love to help them. Like maybe they need help. Now you're rattling a cage. Oh. Jensen, if the aliens are here, mm -hmm. then they are here. so further, they're so much further technologically advanced yeah. than we are that there is so much we can learn from them. Yeah. The, the also, they're so advanced they could just kill us with like a touch, dude. 
They, it's not maybe just, not even a touch. Yeah, they're they're not even trying. Tra- they're not right? even trying to be pals. What if they want to kill us and now you're just like checking in and that's what triggers it all? I think the argument has been made. And by the way, I think we need to. I think we need you, the Kevin Bean Lister, to weigh in on this. Both questions: Would the government tell us? And do you want to know? One eight hundred five two zero one zero six seven. We want to take your calls in this. I think there is one school of thought that says if the aliens are technologically advanced enough to get here to find us, yes. Our tiny little planet in one tiny little solar system in an enormous galaxy, then they are also probably advanced enough to exterminate to be, our entire species. To be peaceful no, and to and no. to not they're not out there looking so you for think, galaxy. So you, they're not out there looking to blow up the Death Star. So okay? you see E. T. That E. T. is your alien. Time. Yeah, I see, Mar- alien. I see Mars attacks. Okay. okay, see, here's the thing. I believe, and I think any right thinking American would think, the aliens are already in charge. They they know all. They do all. They're the puppet ones. Masters. They're puppet masters right mm-hmm. now. Well, Dick Cheney certainly. Yeah, he was a reptilian. Mm-hmm. There's no there's yeah. no question okay. about that. Okay. So you think the aliens are already here, and yes. the, the government just is not fessing up? Yes. And I think thank God for people like Tom DeLonge that are trying to help us do out. the right but, thing. Yeah. But also, I think Tom DeLonge. Uh, with the great knowledge comes a lot of stress because he knows so much that I think if he told us some stuff, we'd be we'd start living our lives differently, and that's why we don't know. I completely agree. People would live their lives differently. I think it would shake people's religion. It yep. would. I mean, there's so many things. Not that, worth it. Everything that you thought you believed right. is wrong. Keep the blinders on. We don't need to know about aliens. All we right. have enough to worry about now. Before we uh, before we take a break, get right to your phone calls. I just want to say this. We've got a plan to follow and fears to swallow. Everyone be very quiet. 1-800-520-1067. Does the government tell us and do you want to know? We'll take your calls next right after this on K-Rock. It's Kevin and Bean on K-Rock. 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 Q. Yeah. Runners go. Yeah, this is what it's all about. Oh no. Uh oh. Everybody's We're talking about seeing them aliens. We're asking you if the government knows, should they tell us? Do you want to know? We're going to go with Dan up first. Pico Rivera, line two. Dan, thank you for listening to Kevin Bean Show. What's going on, my friend? Hey, how's it going, guys? Great. So I personally believe the government knows, and I believe that they should not tell us. Whoa, whoa, whoa. what's, uh, What's the reasoning behind that? Well, here's the thing. I personally believe I could handle it. But we live in a society where there's thousands of, like, flat earthers. People are not capable of handling it. I do believe there'd be, like, riots. Yep. Yep. Yeah, it'll shake people to the core and make them question everything they've ever believed. And And someone's going to assassinate the alien. Like, there's going to be terrible things. Oh, you can't assassinate the alien. They they rule um, us. I, you know what, I think, Dan, I appreciate your call very much. Thank you for calling. Let me tell you about the assassinating the alien because I was thinking about this. 
And it's not just for movies. I think in real life, too. Anytime a human encounters something that they don't know what it is, they always kill it. Yes, I agree. And the extraterrestrial, and I did some research on this last night, there are legal questions. The extraterrestrial does not have any rights not being as a human being. Oh, so you're saying murder, he'd get away with murder, or she'd get away with murder. Wow. Yes, I'm saying, I mean, there would be animal cruelty statutes, maybe. That's the only thing that could possibly apply. But, uh, I mean, it would would be, you'd have to rewrite all... Every law. This, uh, Bean, you're even more proof. This is a Pandora's box of problems. We I'm not, just keep them away. Uh, but I'm also telling you, I think there'd be a tremendous uh, uh, upside to it as well. Like, for instance, don't you think this is like when you unite with uh, people you don't necessarily like against the common enemy? Yeah. This is how Russia and the United States end up being on the same side in World War II. Until, because- we, until we start fighting with them as to who gets the species, who gets the uh, experiments, we would end up fighting over the technologies. This is a nightmare. But I also think, a nightmare. I also think human beings would band together to say, uh, with an us versus them mentality. Uh, not me. I am team alien. <laughs> let's do this. Alright, let's go to Savannah. <laughs> She's in Anaheim. Line 3, please, up next on the Kevin Amicia. Hey, Savannah, thanks for listening. Thanks for calling in. What say you? Hey, um, I was just calling because I think my belief is that they are real and the government should tell us because I think that transparency is the best opinion and, you know, don't hide things from us. We're not that naive. What are you basing we're not that naive on? I mean, we are stupids. We really are. Um, well, we're I mean, we're dumb dumbs. You know, tons of videos nowadays online, you know, people, things that are in the air that are going to explain lights and, you know, just kind of abnormal behaviors that can't be necessarily, like, made up in a, you know, CGI movie or something like that. Okay. She's saying, like, like chemtrails and things that are not explained. She thinks that we kind of already know. No? I mean. Uh, could you Could you handle it, Savannah? Would you be fine with it? Yeah, I think I would be okay. I mean, I just am so fascinated by the amount of knowledge we could learn from a, a, a civilization yeah. that is so far advanced yeah, beyond like which us. which part of the human is the tastiest? <laughs> we could learn that very fast. Thank you for the call. We appreciate it. Let's see. How about Mohammed Glendora, line five, up next to 1-800-520-1067. Hey, Mohammed. All right, so I think that uh, the government would keep it a secret from us if they were aliens. Um, for the same reason, just so people wouldn't panic, enemies wouldn't use yeah. it against us. That's, that's, you know, uh, that's, I think, the absolute reason why we don't know. Okay. But, but can that- we all agree, though, that there are, definitely, right? I, I don't think so. I don't know if there are aliens. Really? I don't, I don't no. think there are. I don't know if there Because I, I just don't think that we would be in the... I think something would have happened by now on their accord, not like on Like there the would have been some leak. Yes. More so than just the Navy saying, oh, those are UFOs. Yes. Or, okay. or the alien... Thank you for the call, Muhammad. Appreciate you listening, sir. Or the alien would have landed someplace where it was not in dispute. In other words, it wasn't in the middle of nowhere, in the middle of the night, in front of a farmer. It would be on the mall in Washington. Washington D.C. and you know, or like in front sh- of the Washington it would Post show on a morning show as like an Armenian comedian or something. Okay, I'm not sure. One eight hundred five two zero one zero six seven. All right, here we go. Here we go. Line two, Daniel Downey. This is going to shake things up a little bit. Mm. Daniel, what say you, man? Oh well, I had a brother that worked for a technology company, and he literally was doing work with the government. And he was scared mostly because the government would keep an eye on him. They would track his phone calls, his text messages. And I once asked him, like, like what kind of technology is he selling? 
And it was, he couldn't even tell me what it was. But it was kind of scary because he, he would always be scared to even bring that topic up. Mm. And it, it was weird. <laughs> and I asked him, like, do you regret getting that job that you would do or that you had with that company? He said, yeah. Like, he couldn't be normal with his family. Ooh. And, Your brother has seen um, some stuff. Yeah, he has. He probably worked at movie pass. Oh. <laughs> this is why we he need to see the aliens. Right, we got to see him. We yeah, need he, to know the answer about what's going on with Daniel's brother. Yeah, we do. Well, we need it. He honestly, he he said the MIB is very close to the truth. Okay, Whoa. all right. Oh, I love pugs, and I love Tessa Thompson. So I think yeah. we, it's a win-win. All right, let's do one more. Um, um, where did I lost? Oh, uh, Scott and Calabasas. Give him the final word. Line seven, please. All right, Scott, bring this home for us, man. You can settle this entire debate about whether the government would tell us or not. What do you got? All right, so I don't think there's any way the government knows because they would have had to have tell, they would have had to have told the president, and there is no way in hell that the president didn't already tweet it. That's true. <laughs> Great point, as soon Scott. as he found out, he'd be like, "We have aliens." <laughs> All right, so true. I guess you're right. Now we know. Well, thanks for breaking our heart, man. It's the Kevin and Bean Show. K-Rock. Hey, uh, guys, let me really blow your mind. The 951 texts in, there's no such thing as climate change. The planet is actually being terraformed by aliens so that they can live here after we're gone. Mm. I, I would go with that. So they're doing it to us to make it more habitable for them. Very possible. From the 562, people can't even handle the gays, let alone the aliens. People are dumb. <laughs> they're He's, gay aliens? No, that's not what he's saying. Oh. Is that what he's saying? If they are, that sounds like a blast. This uh, That texter is uh, not wrong. Allie, one of my favorite what's happenings of the whole week. Mine as well, because every Friday around this time, we do something called That's My Jam. It's where every one of us from the Kevin and Bean Show picks a song that we're currently super into. Could be something that just came out or something that just came up on your playlist. And we link our playlist on Spotify to at Kevin and Bean on Twitter, on Facebook, on Instagram. And basically, you just follow along that playlist and you're going to have new music every single Friday, which is fun. We're going to start off with Kevin's pick. He is not in today, but he picked a alternative rock pop duo um, that now make their home here in Los Angeles. They're called Confetti. And Confetti's mission is to make fun of the darkness in the world. And their Spotify account says that their music heavily relies on topics of politics, pop culture, and societal inconsistencies. So essentially, I feel like this is where Kevin gets his news um, (laughs) from bands like Confetti. But here is Confetti with Rob a Bank. I mean, if I worked out, every song mm-hmm. Kevin picks would be a great song for the gym. Yeah, you're That'd right. I'd be way buffer. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Maybe that's why Kevin's so buff. Right? <laughs> <laughs> He's barely fitting in those shirts. Really? All right, Bean, you're up next. 
A young man named Sam Fender is brand new to America. His album just came out last Friday. He's already a big, big star with a number of hits in Britain. He's only 25 years old, and I had a lot of trouble picking from his debut album, Hypersonic Missiles, which song I wanted to play, but the one I chose from Sam Fender is called Call Me Lover. vibe, I yeah. think, in he's Sam a, Fender. He's a beefcake, too. Yeah. Yeah, he's a good-looking dude. Yeah. But dudes really like it when you call them lover, because to me, like, when I say, come here, lover, <laughs> it's just, it feels weird, but I mean, if Sam's into it, I'll do it. You sound well, like a Gabor sister. Yeah, come here, lover. Uh, ma'am, so ma'am, I'm just delivering your Postmates. <laughs> <laughs> Didn't you order Arby's? Uh, and why Arby's? Why did I order? Okay. You like the beef. Wow. Jensen, you're yeah. up next. Uh, when I was doing the Rap Rock Review last month, coming up with songs from the late 90s, early 2000s, I don't think you know from that weird genre of music, I stumbled upon a group I loved in high school called Zebrahead out of Los Angeles. No strangers to K-Rock. Uh, they've been around for quite some time. 13 albums uh, wow. they've released. And what I didn't know is that this year they put out a brand new album called Brain Invaders. And I was like, I'll listen to that. I haven't listened to Zebrahead in years. They have a good album. It just came out, uh, and the song I picked is You Don't Know Anything About Me. Yep. Is that the real big fish horns? I, I love I, it. I think they all share the same horn section. That's what I believe about uh, 90s, 2000s ska bands. But uh, yeah, it's a good album, and it just came out, and uh, you should listen to it. All right, Zebrahead. Mm-hmm. Excellent. Well, uh, a little guy we know here by the name Liam Gallagher is back with his second solo album, which came out at midnight. It is called Why Me, Why Not? And I just kind of went through a quick listen of it last night because it was late and I was mad that I was getting so into the album. So I just listened to a bit of it, but it feels so much more Liam to me than 2017's As You Were. And there's one song that stuck out because I immediately thought to myself, oh, this is about Noel. And it's tender. And it's it's not like angrily it's not like you're a potato you're the worst brother is this his olive branch to his brother i don't know but listen to the lyrics but i'm also going to tell you how it starts it starts with it was easier to have fun back when we had nothing nothing much to manage back when we were damaged and then just goes on but this song is called once from lee gallagher To do it again, but it's an 
I will say I read oh. that he is planning his wedding right now mm-hmm. and that his mom said he had to invite Noel. So they are going to be in the same room at the same time coming up soon. I mean, if you think about it in terms of that's about Noel and mm-hmm. how they went through so much together and then they the next day it was like, let's do it again. And then to realize, no, we can only do it once. We had our shot. Yeah. That's devastating. Yeah. Well, what I if hope he's there's like, a fight at the wedding, like or, it's a Haroldine event. What if he just comes out and he's like, no, that's about a bitch named Sally. <laughs> like, that would bum me out so much. But I, I'm choosing to think it's about Noel, and I'm choosing to think that this is an olive branch, and I'm choosing to think that they will get back together and we will see Oasis again. Oasis 2020. Oh, my God, I need it so bad. But again, that is all of our songs on our That's My Jam playlist. You can find it at Kevin and Bean on Twitter, on Facebook, on Instagram. Instagram. Just press that follow button and you're going to get new music every week. Some birthdays for you. George R.R. R. Martin, John Bernthal, and Gary Cole. And that's what's happening. It's Kevin and Bean. K.U. Rock. K.R.O.Q. Jensen, you brought this uh, story to our attention a few days ago. Why mm-hmm. don't you recap for folks who weren't with us on Silicon Valley star Thomas Middleton? Well, he's a friend of the show. He's been on before. He's a, he's a good dude. And he uh, announced that his wife and him uh, have used the lifestyle, uh, formerly known as swinging, uh, in order to save their marriage. Uh, he's only been married four years, and he said that it, basically he came to a crossroads where he had to tell his wife, listen, we either have to get creative here uh, or I can't do this. And she said, well, uh, let's figure it out, which can doesn't, I trans- doesn't sound too positive. Can I, can I translate about the crossroads? Please. Now I'm on a hit TV show and lots of people <laughs> want to have sex with me. That does seem like where maybe he came to the conclusion. And we started to have some questions about how you get on the same page. Like, that's the kind, it seems to us that that's the kind of conversation maybe you have before you get married, if or, you can. Or the conversation you have when you just shouldn't have gotten married. Right. Like, I want to be with other people. That's that's the... But I think a lot of people are with other people during their marriage, and maybe. that works for them. But, it, I mean, there are people in this room, most, I think all of us, right, who, who wouldn't feel comfortable with that. I don't know. I dig a long distance relationship, mm-hmm. so I think I'd I'd be in. <laughs> like I'd be like, hey, go figure it out. That's yeah. fine. As long as we have separate hose- but, houses, and houses, uh, and, and houses, and <laughs> houses. Right. So uh, we got an e- we got an email from a listener named uh, Kevin, uh, which we'll make him apologize for right up top. Hey, Kevin and Bean, heard your discussion on the lifestyle. I actually used to run a swingers group for a few years, and would be happy to discuss. Cheers. Kevin, and we thought, you know what? How often do you get an opportunity to ask questions of somebody who is intimately acquainted with the lifestyle? And Kevin, thank you for writing. Thank you for joining the Kevin and Beach Show. How are you? Good, good. A happy Friday, everybody. Yeah, happy Friday. Friday. You. Already getting points with us. <laughs> oh, you're a good man. Uh-huh. What's it like <laughs> going through life as a Kevin? How has that impacted your, your ability yeah, to, to get things what's, done? What's harder to explain? Your name is Kevin or your lifestyle? I mean, here's the thing. My kink is the lifestyle specifically because my name is Kevin, because this has not been easy. Right. Um, <laughs> that, you know. that makes sense. <laughs> yeah, you have a lot of tears to get through. I understand. All right. So um, it doesn't it doesn't work for most people. But would we be surprised how big the lifestyle is in Southern California? I mean, are there way more of our neighbors involved in this than we, than we would ever imagine, Kevin? 
Uh, yeah, absolutely. And so that's the that's the funny thing about it is there's like this total misconception that it's people think of, of swinging or they think of the lifestyle as like the 1970s key parties yeah. and, and things of that nature. And it's genuinely people you would never expect. I mean, really buttoned up, otherwise nerdy people or people who work in, in you know, the political world or, or what have you. Um, it's it's crazy how big it is and how popular it is. How do most people get into the lifestyle? Like, how is that decision reached within a couple? I mean, every couple is different, obviously. Uh, some of them, kind of like how Jensen was talking about, sometimes you have the conversation beforehand if you already know that you're interested or you've been part of it before. But a lot of couples, I mean, a lot of the, the couples that I knew had been married for like 15, 20 years, yeah. decided, hey, let's try this out. Let's check it out. And it actually, it's going to sound ridiculous, but it strengthened their marriage. Um, you know, because it's this, and, and it's this idea. I know what Jensen was saying. Sorry, Jensen, I don't mean to pick on you. No, but it's okay. I know what... I know what you were saying about about the fact that, well, you shouldn't have gotten married or if you want to be with other people. But it's this idea of and I know Ali's going to roll her eyes as soon as I say this, but it's this idea of emotional monogamy and physical openness. So oh, no, physically I, you're allowed to. I totally I totally believe that's a thing, because if somebody cheated, if I had a boyfriend and he cheated and it was just to bone someone, that wouldn't hurt as much as somebody that he had real feelings like and emotional bond with. with. Yeah. yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Exactly. But but don't you think? Exactly. But, but don't you think the essence of having two people that are into this lifestyle seems more important than anything else? Like the idea that oh, being both, on the same page—that's the thing. Is like mm-hmm. when he says, "Yes, there's an emotional and a physical." I go, "Yeah, that I, I could see that from someone." Mm-hmm. But like to bring it to someone when you're already in the relationship with a different vow and a different promise seems manipulative. I mean, again, like I said, it depends on the situation. I don't know Thomas Middleditch. I'm sure that if I had seen him at a swingers party, I would have left because that's just weird. But <laughs> Are you the dude from the... Silicon Valley? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. Exactly. I'd be like, no, nope, no. Nope. Um, but, you know, it, it, it's interesting, though. I mean, like, so, so it's this idea of this is interesting to me. I want to try it. Would you be interested? Let's try it out. Yeah. And so, like, when, when I was running that group, we would interview people, essentially, when they would express their interest in coming to a party. So we would interview them. We'd take them to drinks or, or what have you and be like, okay, you know, tell us about what you're interested in. What, how long have you been together? Have you ever done anything like this before? You know, have you had at least, like, a threesome or something like that? And so you kind of try and gauge to see who is who? Who is the impetus for this? Like, mm-hmm. who's the one really driving it? And, but also how the other one reacts. And how ugly they are, right, Kevin? <laughs> now, come uh, on. That, wait, not, no, I'm kidding. Oh, no, you're not kidding, <laughs> You can't Kevin. have uglies there? Uh, yes, you're going to have you're gonna, you're gonna have uglies there. You're going to have regular people there. A cross-section. I'm not speaking for you here, Kevin, but this is what I understand. It's just a cross-section <laughs> of all kinds of people just like in life. Absolutely. There's no body shaming. There's no... You know, I guess uggo shaming, whatever you want to call it. Um. <laughs> um, let me ask you this, because because you've seen, I assume, uh, you know, hundreds of different combinations of people. There have to be people who go into it. They're excited about it. They think this is going to work for them. But then when they're when the rubber hits the road, I'm not sure if rubbers are involved. But when the when the rubber when the rubber hits the road, they see their wife or they see their husband getting intimate with somebody in front of them and they freak out like I thought I was going to enjoy this but it's too weird or it hurts that must happen sometimes Kevin 
I can say that in all of my time, I've seen it once. Uh, and it was the guy, he was just really uncomfortable. And she wasn't even with another guy, she was with another girl. And he freaked out about it, which I will never understand. Um, and they had to leave. We had to kick them out. And that's the thing is if there's a freak out, if uh, everything in the lifestyle is based on consent. I mean, yeah. it's a hundred percent consent. So if you violate that, you're gone. Well, and let me, let me ask you this about, obviously you're, you should be having a conversation with your husband or wife before you go, what boundaries you guys want to set up, what you Safe will word. accept from the other person. Yeah. But isn't some aspect of the lifestyle is not together so sometimes you'll be together with another guy or another girl but sometimes it's your wife is off with another guy in another room you're with another girl in another room right oh absolutely and it's not just confined to the the clubs or the parties or or what have you i mean it's it's part of like an openness in your relationship where obviously you're not spending all your time boning other people uh because at that point just break up but you know it, it's this it's just the idea of like okay well i'm attracted to this person and i think i'm gonna sleep with them you know assuming obviously they're okay with it but um you know that's that's generally how it goes and yeah you're not doing everything together there are some couples that just prefer to do that right i mean you have at the parties and the clubs you have orgies you have threesomes you have and then you have just people switching off mm-hmm. so okay. it really it really depends uh, this is Kevin Demi, listener Kevin on the phone. We're talking about the lifestyle formerly known as swinging because it's been in the news this week. How about this question? I don't think I've ever heard uh, asked. It can't be. No robots <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm very disappointed. First of all, uh, why don't you get back to me when there are robots, Kevin? No, it can't, it can't be from the minute you walk into the minute you walk out. Nonstop sex. Is it also like a party atmosphere? Are you where asking you have... if there's past apps? No. Like... What I'm what, what I'm asking is, uh, are there hors d'oeuvres? No. Yeah. Are there Pictionary. What are, there, are there people also making new friends, standing around, having conversations, watching the game, kind of doing other? things like they might be doing at a big like at a big house party do you think, do you think weird al should play the super bowl <laughs> is that a dumb question well, actually, kevin no no not at all actually i'm really glad you asked that because that's something i always have to explain to people it absolutely is like a regular party people aren't necessarily always walking around naked sometimes they are sometimes they're not but you have yes you have food you have drinks you have you know in california you have weed you have other things like that you have music you have dancing all of that kind of stuff going on. Sometimes people go and they're there and their significant other has fun or they're both there and they don't do anything. They're just enjoying the camaraderie because that's the great thing about those parties is it's the least judgmental atmosphere you will ever be in. Everybody is really open and and it's very freeing in that sense. Kevin, um, you used to run a swingers group. Yes. Why no more? Why no more, yeah. So I moved to the East Coast. Uh, and People so, don't so I live bone on the, on the East Coast. No scene there. They do not. Apparently, huh? uh, no. I, <laughs> no. I it's the the, uh, the line of work that I'm in. I've just been extremely busy and haven't had the chance to really seek out the uh, the clubs I, and the I groups here. Senator. <laughs> <laughs> well, listen, we could go on uh, all day, um, but uh, we're out of so time, unfortunately. Kevin. We're, <laughs> we're out of time. But you are awesome to offer your expertise on this topic. We very much appreciate it. I'm glad. Send a so, pick. And I'm glad so much that you. <laughs> 
No, really. Send a, send a picture. Uh, Allie's looking for an invitation, <laughs> I think is what she's saying here. Tweet yeah. a pic. I don't care. Just we're always happy to have, uh, have Allie there. Thank the you, fact so that you uh, The fact that you're still listening to this show, even though you moved away, we appreciate that very much. Have a great weekend. Thanks so much for joining us, all right? Thank you, Bean. Enjoy the UK. You bet. Bye-bye. It's the Kevin and Bean Show on K-Rock. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. There was a, uh, what, would the, what would be the word that you would use? A debacle in the ticket situation at the Black Keys last night? This was a, uh, is that a yes on debacle? Uh, yes. I, I think so, like okay. a predicament. Yes, kerfuffle. Kerfuffle. Oh, kerfuffle. Kerf- I think kerfuffle is the winner. <laughs> uh, if you were lucky enough to win tickets to this Black Keys at the World Turn show from K-Rock, you are one of the lucky ones because, well, as you'll hear in this news piece from Channel 2, I think, last night, a lot of people showed up with what they thought were tickets and couldn't get in. Also breaking tonight, a lot of confusion this evening at a sold-out concert at the Wiltern. Hundreds of people who bought tickets to see the Black Keys were turned away at the door. And CBS 2's Crystal Cruz is live in Koreatown to tell us what's happening. Crystal. Hi, Pat and Jeff. Yeah, the show just got out. These are all the happy people. They got in. Uh, now they're enjoying some hot dogs from the hot dog cart. They all Is that a thing, by the way? Yes. <laughs> you yeah. Are you, you go right, right for the hot oh, dog cart. Oh, yeah. yeah. You, that smell hits your nostrils, and you're like, that's all I need. Yeah, you're <laughs> legally obligated to buy one if you've had three beers. Amen. I, I wasn't aware that that was a new tradition. Yeah. Uh, by the way, if you were one of the people who went to the Black Keys last night with a ticket and could not get in, we want to hear from you yeah. right now. We want to hear your experience at 1-800-520-1067. Cart, they all look like they had a great time, but don't get confused. These are the happy ones. There's lots of sad ones tonight. Take a look at this video from Sky 2. Lots of fans upset, standing around, unable. By the way, the fact that they had a helicopter there and were showing what looked like hundreds of people, this wasn't an isolated incident where like five people got bum tickets and couldn't get in. I mean, this was like as many people who were in there were not in there our assistant producer christine you went to the black keys last night first of all how was the show oh my god they were so good it was so great to have those guys back yeah it's been five years since they played LA. yeah Mm. and when you were leaving the show were there still people standing around like like with unresolved issues i don't think there were people that um stayed throughout the duration of the show but it the show started i think about an hour and 15 minutes later than it was supposed to Mm-hmm. And so I didn't get in the venue probably till close to nine, and the show was supposed to start at eight. So I'd been outside probably like 45 minutes, mm-hmm. and you just kind of overheard all these conversations and felt so terrible for all these people. Some guy said that he drove down from San Francisco, and another couple said they live in like uh, like Redlands and stuff, and I just felt Jeez. terrible for them. So That's why you never leave the house. <laughs> <Right>? <laughs> You're safe then, totally. Yeah. Well, we're about to hear from some of those people on the news. To get into the rock show by the Black Keys. Now, after trying to get in without success, many people tried calling their ticket sellers. They just couldn't get it sorted out. So after hours, they they left. They were super frustrated. They said they planned their Thursday night and spent hundreds of dollars only to be turned away. All right, so here's one of those people. Problem. Our stub hubs aren't working. We paid full value for our tickets and they're not letting us in. How much are you out? $800. Oh, oh my $800. You're a loser. 
And by the way, um, was your understanding, Christine, just from what you overheard, is that was StubHub the overwhelming problem? People who had bought on a resale site yeah. and they weren't legit? I heard a lot of StubHub conversation. There were a couple of people who said they bought from other sites as well. But I thought I had understood that that they made it very clear that tickets were non-transferable. Yes. yes. Yeah. But the, I guess the problem is, you know, we know that on our end because we uh, were a partner for the promotion of the show. But I guess if you're a regular person and you see those tickets on StubHub, I would assume, I guess, that they were legitimate, right? But is, was the problem that the tickets were fake or were the pro- was the problem that the names didn't match the that's, IDs? Yeah, you can't transfer the ticket. Yeah, they're non That's what all these hundreds mm-hmm. of people outside were pro- were having problems with? I, I think there might have been various issues, but I think that was the overwhelming the one. one. Yeah. Well, if you're the vast majority of people who buy a ticket and then transfer it, are not doing uh, a friend a favor who couldn't get to a computer and then just buying a ticket for someone and giving it to them. They're scalping. Yeah, I highly doubt $800 was the face value for that yeah, guy. Yeah, no, totally. absolutely not. Yeah. All right, a little bit more, and then we're going to go to a, a couple of callers with people who were there. I got a weird email from the seller, and he started saying that he couldn't deliver the tickets and all this, that if he could send it to me through my personal email. And off the bat, I just started calling StubHub, asking them if this was normal or whatnot, and they kept assuring me that it was. Now, that's the sketchy AF part. That's what I don't get, because StubHub at that point should have known if you bought it on StubHub, this is a non-transferable show, it's not going to work. Yeah. It just it seems like they're not owning up to something here. If you're spending $800, though, you just get a fake ID at that point. <laughs> just call it. Or change your identity. Change your name. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, for another 300 you can go ahead and get a new passport in yeah. the name of the person whose ticket it Absolutely. was. Absolutely, yeah. Or a tattoo with that person's name and then be like, look, man, let's why go would to, I do that? Uh, let's go to Ty. She's on line one, please, in Oxnard. She attempted to see the Black Keys last night. I'm sorry, is it Ty or Tay? No, it's Ty. It's Ty. Okay, all right. So are you one of the people who went all the way down there and then found out as you got in, tried to get into the venue that your ticket was no good? Yeah, I was totally bummed, you know, and I didn't mind buying what I thought was a resale ticket. You know, I loved the band, wanted to see them. And, you know, just to get up there and wait all that time to get in and not, you know, not see them sucked. Is there no recourse? I mean, can you go to, is there anything StubHub can or will do for you? Or is it just buyer beware at this point? Well, you know what? I went through um, Vivid Seats and, you know, I I opened a case with them last night. I don't doubt I'm going to get my money back, but it just sucks. They they should have verified whether or not it could be resold. And from what I found out after, no, they didn't. Right. And you're, uh, you got the same, the same experience that Christine had, which was just, you were not alone. Oh, yeah. It looked like there were, like, hundreds of people. That there were it. hundreds. Yeah, and anyone that didn't win tickets bought tickets, and if they didn't buy them themselves and they bought them off a, a secondary market, they couldn't get in. I just oh. can't believe the Wiltern never just gave in with, with helicopters and cops and hundreds of people outside. You would think, you know, they can't stop us all get them aliens. You would think, <laughs> you would think they would run. just Naratu run yeah. into the space. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I, I, I do think they would have given in and just said, you know what? If they have a ticket, let them in. We got we got to move. But they I don't didn't think, do it. I don't think. I mean, there's there's uh, fire hazard. You know, no, considerations. no, no. I, I'm not saying I'm not saying you let in people with fake tickets. Oh, I'm saying that when when you see hundreds of people show up with the wrong name on a real ticket, and obviously it wasn't communicated correctly in some way that these tickets can't be transferred. I would think the wheelchair would give up and be like, okay, man, let everyone in with a real ticket. Mm, not yeah, if it's exactly. A I mean, what if there was a gift? 
What if it was a gift? Well, I mean, well, again, that's that's, 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 what, to, that, yeah. that's what Christine is saying, is that the non-transferable yeah. part did not get transmitted properly to enough people. Right. All right. Thank you for the call, Ty. We appreciate it. I'm so sorry that happened to you. Teresa as well. We don't have time for your call, but she bought five tickets for $150 each, oh, you guys. wow. Uh, on top of that, all the time and travel and who knows, babysitting, what else? That's a That sucks. I guess uh, the answer is read the fine print. You know what or I mean? Or stay if at home, man. If it, well, that <laughs> works for Jensen home. and me. Sure. Works for <laughs> Jensen and me. It's the Kevin and Bean Show. K-Rock. Hey, uh, every Friday at this time, we let you be the music director here on the world-famous K-Rock. Let millions of people, all right, uh, 11 people, hear the song that you pick out of any K-Rock song we've ever had if you're texted 100. We call it Keep It 100. I gotta keep it 100. Keep it 100, baby. Keep it 100. I keep it 100. This could have gone very differently today. If Texture 99 had waited a split second more, we would be hearing Failure singing Stuck on You. Uh, Texture 101, just a little bit too late. This is Lori from Atlanta who mm. was uh, requesting Baz Luhrmann's Everybody's Free to Wear Sunscreen. Okay, I'm kind of stoked she didn't get it. Really? Yeah, I don't want to get it right now. Maybe you'll divorce at 40. Maybe you'll dance the funky chicken on your 75th wedding anniversary. Weren't you ready to hear that one again? Not for me. How you know the lyrics is shocking. <laughs> Please be. Unreal. Uh, but there is only one texture 100 at this time. It is Rudy. I'm sorry. I don't think I have a city. Norwalk. Norwalk, Ru- yeah. Rudy in Norwalk. Welcome to the Kevin Bean Show, my friend. How are you? How's it going, guys? Thank hey. you. It's going great. What uh, What do you have going on this Friday? What's going on for you this weekend? Anything fun? Just a little bit of work, but definitely trying to spend some time with the family, so... Looking forward to that. Okay. Well, please enjoy. You had any K-Rock song ever to choose from. How did you choose the one you came up with this morning? I was thinking about her because I think it was her birthday last week, and then I hadn't really heard the song in a while. Okay, great. I'm glad you did. And you're Texture 100, so you get the opportunity to introduce that song to all the Kevin Bean listeners. All right. This is Owl Feet. No, I'm just kidding. It's ah! not Owl Feet. <laughs> <laughs> Anyway, uh, this is Fiona Apple, Criminal. Bean, we're gonna miss you. That's a song that won a Grammy for Best Female Rock Vocal Performance, by the way. She had quite a weird speech, right? I, that's right, she yeah. did. I remember that. Yep. Uh, it was also number 55 on VH1's Hot, uh, excuse me, 100 Greatest Songs of the 1990s. And that is for Rudy in Norwalk today. He was uh, texter keep it 100 today for Fiona Apple's Criminal. Now, Ali, you were saying you were not a big Apple head. Mm-mm. But, of course, you sure remember that song. Oh, of course, yeah. Uh, and, by the way, song's hotter than ever right now, back on the charts, because that's the song that Jennifer Lopez uh, pole dances to in the Hustlers movie that's out right now. Really? It's a very sexy song. All right. When was K-Rock playing Fiona Apple's Criminal? I feel like it's later 90s. Mm-hmm. Um, 98, 7, 98, 98. Don't look at me. 97. 98. It's, it's always a journey when Allie has yep. to come up with a date. 98. Is that your final answer? I don't know this time. I do. Oh. Ah! 
<laughs> and I played it good and loud, too. Uh, September of 1997. Oh. It was the third single. So you weren't off by much. Okay. It was the third single from her debut album called Title, and it sounded great again, and that's why we do it. Thank you so much, Rudy, for checking in. We'll do it again next Friday on Keep It 100. Keep It 100. It's the Kevin and Bean Show, the world-famous K-Rock. Yeah, Kevin and Bean, it's your boy Jensen. Let's go. Yeah, every single week we talk a lot for five days. Then I show up to rap like it's an innocent replay. We asked you a color key that Omar would play. We heard Antonio Brown fart in a doctor's face. What movies would be problematic if they were remade in corn pop? Kicked off some lame attempts at nicknames. Bean ignored a broken hand and now it's out of place. I spent a grip on a DVD player and I'm ashamed. Kev would eat pizza till he passes away. Our impressions of Cheech and Chong undeniably great. Scott Ackerman and Nikki Glaser both deserve praise. Fake TV and real TV are basically the same. Let's see them aliens and rush the fences as a gang because they can't stop us all. I yelled as I'm getting tased. Honestly, the string of shows were all great. A download the podcast so we're on the same page. A. This is why I love uh, your reminder for folks to get the podcast if they miss the show one day because I had already forgotten about how great Corn Pop was. That was one of the funniest things of the whole week. He's a good dude, that Corn Pop. That's what I understand, uh, Mr. Vice President. Mm -hmm. Anyway, you can get the podcast on iTunes and krock.com pretty reliably. Radio.com's about 30-70 on whether it's going to be there or not. But thanks for trying. You definitely, uh, it's definitely worth it. All right, Allie, you ready to take us home with one final look at what's happening? I am. Do you guys remember last week when we found out Demi Moore had a new memoir coming out called Inside Out? And my exact words were, are people clamoring for a Demi Moore memoir? Yeah, we were very surprised that somebody thought there was an audience for that. You know what? I have to disagree. I think that there is an audience for a true, honest uh, memoir of most big Hollywood celebrities if they're going to be honest, not just like yes. a fluff piece. And in and, and all the reviews, it seemed like she was going to really face what well, she Well, I mean, look, she's had a remarkable career and interacted with many of the biggest stars of the last 30 years. And revolutionized how much women get paid in film mm-hmm. for G.I. Jane and stuff during that time. But I also haven't heard a single excerpt of something interesting. Well, I am here for you for okay. that. Because right. I have changed my mind, and I am counting on <laughs> counting down the days until her new memoir, Inside Out, is out. Mm-hmm. Yay! She revealed that her and ex-husband, Ashton Kutcher, had threesomes during their marriage. She said that when, like when Kutcher asked her to have a threesome, she agreed. She said, I wanted to show him how fun I could be. She said that the two times they decide to have a threesome proved to be a mistake, which isn't good. Here's why. She revealed that in 2010, she saw a media report claiming that Kutcher had met a 21-year-old girl, woman, while he was out bowling with her daughter, Rumor, and then cheated on her in their home while she was off filming a movie. Oh, wow. When she confronted him, he brought up their threesomes as a defense. Because we'd brought a third party into our relationship. Uh, that the, blurred the, the lines man. to yep. some extent. And she said he tried to justify what he had done. She also is revealing really personal things about miscarrying their baby at six months. And several attempts at IVF that failed. And how after the miscarriage, she started drinking again, blaming herself for the loss of the child. Mm. Holy Demi Moore. Yeah, someone's getting yeah. honest. 
So Inside Out, released on September 24th, you guys. I have two partners, often at the same time. Oh, all right, ma'am. <laughs> um, listen to this a-hole out of the UK. I mean, I don't even understand what kind of man could do something so heinous or, as this article states, both genius and dastardly. I'll try to talk you through it. Oh, okay. A UK man <laughs> is locking up his candy stash to prevent his bride-to-be from eating the sweets that oh. he buys. It's like having a secret fridge. Who the hell would do that? A very smart man <laughs> and, who wants to protect his chocolate milk. And then to add insult to injury, it's locked away. It's a lockbox fridge safe that is entirely see-through. She can see the Cadbury's in there and she can't get to him. Bean, what say you, Mr. Chocolate Milk and your secret fridge hoarder? I think he's doing her a favor because he does not want her to have to, uh, at the last minute, have an expensive redesign, letting out that wedding dress so that it fits on the big day. He wants to make sure that once she was fitted for it, that it's still going to be... Code uh, code for Bean saying he doesn't want her to be a fatty. No, I just, I just think it'd be incredibly inconvenient to have to, at last minute, get your dress fixed. That's Is that all. why you hide chocolate milk from Donna? Uh, no, I just don't want her to drink my chocolate milk because then I'm going to wake up one day and there's not going to be any chocolate milk and then the, the whole day's going to go to hell. Uh, let's let's recap for people at home that might not know. I don't think know we need to get into this. You have I don't think a this is... secret fridge, Bean. I do. It is a mini fridge that is hidden behind a bunch of boxes in the basement, <laughs> and I'm uh, she doesn't know where it is, and that's where I keep the that's where I keep not just chocolate milk by the way, but sometimes food. Like if there's leftover birthday cake or something like that, I'm like I got to have that last piece. I put it right oh in the God. fridge. You don't trust her enough to tell her like, hey, I really want that birthday cake. Uh, no, I don't. Look, there's no, re- there's no reason to make it a struggle. You know, everything doesn't have to be a power struggle. You know what I mean? So I'm going just, just, to just keep it a bean. I just take care of business and make sure it gets done right. Okay. Unreal. So I am completely down with this man. You love this man in the UK named Dave. I think Dave's doing the right thing. Yeah. Right. Dave, you know what? Dave is, he's doing his wife a favor is what he's doing. Think, I think Dave is going to be his first I friend was in the say, UK. Here's what we need. Dave and Bean to become best friends. Donna and Stacy, his fiance, to become best friends. And then that's when Donna finds out, like, oh, I heard your husband also had secret fridges. And she'll be like, wait, what? <laughs> I moved to another country with you? I don't even know you. Right? Oh, I've got this whole thing set up. I yep. love it. I love it. All right, you guys. What else would you hide, Bean? What else is in the fridge? Don't ask him what he'd hide. Um, no, I mean, it's, it's, I mean, it's a refrigerator, so it's just food and drink. That's all. And body parts. No. No, those are buried. <laughs> I mean, I don't have any body parts. I don't know what you're talking about. No body parts. All right, let's get out of here because it's a weekend, you guys. But first, happy birthday, John Bernthal, Gary Cole, and George R.R. R. Martin. And that is what's happening. These SoCal helpful Honda dealers are handing out random acts of helpfulness, and we all win with Stryker and Klein's commercial free for all during your drive home today. Uh, good news, we have found Patrick Warburton. 
He was scheduled to be on the program today. Apparently, there was a miscommunication, and he has now been rescheduled for Monday. So we will be able to, we will be able to talk about the live event that you and uh, you and Putty are doing next weekend, Allie. I mean, are we? Who knows well, if he shows up to that? <laughs> just me on stage in Oxnard. I think he'll, I think he'll uh, be here. Okay. Also, we'll recap NFL Weekend Number Three with our friends from Swing and the Swings and Misses podcast, <laughs> the Swings and Misses podcast and radio show that you can access through radio.com. That's Jennifer and Cody. They are a lot of fun. Um, we talked earlier today. How did this come up about the extraordinary lengths that you went through to try to see boobs as a young person? Uh, we said that I, oh, the Jerry I had Springer. bought in college the Jerry Springer uncensored <laughs> right. DVD. And I thought they were just pixelated boobies. No, no, no. It was uncensored. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, did you get Girls Gone Wild too? Did you order those? He totally oh. did. Jensen. <laughs> no, I don't think I ever. I don't, no, I, I don't think I bought him, but oh somehow it ended up in my dorm room. Uh-huh. Because, uh-huh. It, it, I mean, the Springer ones wasn't just about the boobs. It was, I'm sure it was also about the violent fights. I'm sure right. it was also about the language and things yeah. like that that they couldn't air on television. But the Girls Gone Wild, that would seem like this full-on boob. No, there's incredible dialogue on them, too. Okay. <laughs> so we'll talk about that. Um, Matt Bellany is Oh, are we done? I guess we're done. Matt Bellity is going to be here to recap the Emmy sport. And, and Monday means... Omar has somewhere to be. Great news. We'll see you then. Don't bogart that joint, my friend. Pass it over to me. But I do believe they land on the moon. Don't bogart that joint, my friend. Pass it over to me. Someone explain, please. Shut your drunk mouth. Just pass it around. It's not about winning. It's about the world, brother. The that joined, my friend. This is this is a success. Just pass it on down. You ask me, this whole thing's gonna end badly. So what exactly do you mean? Oh, uh, I don't know. Just a feeling, I guess. Strong feeling. Sometimes when you say goodbye, it can make you sad. Goodbye. Goodbye. Okay, well, you've been doing great work. Well done. We really appreciate it, but it's time to knock it off. What? Knock it off. Go f*** yourself. You're dead to me. Now you can go. Bong, bong. We tried to reach out to the man who died in this pursuit. Uh, They were unavailable for comment. It's the Kevin and Bean Show. K-Rock. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates – Price and coverage match limited by state law.